When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hope you're having a pleasant Valentine's Day, which will continue into this evening for many. Julia is here trying to do social media. Trying? Well, it's oh always my a gosh, it's, isn't it? I was. I well, have she's trying to, to solve um, the mystery. What are you trying that to do? We, I found it. Okay, oh. so yeah. remember, here's the picture. You so can, okay, Julia. So before the break, yeah. we were talking about Brad Pitt, you know, and their conscious uncoupling, Angelina Jolie. Things would have been. I complete, did not know that. Oh yeah, things oh. would have been completely different. Oh. Hmm. So anyway, and I was telling you about their first photo that we saw in Us Magazine or People Magazine. And it wasn't us, and it's of Brad and Jen standing up and watching a concert. Yeah, I see that. 1988, and then I have the second one, and then what happened that year is they busted in, was in the closer of the pictures, uh, the closer up of the two pictures, you will realize, in Didi, it looks different. Jennifer Aniston's mm-hmm. nose looks different. Thinner. So she had a mm-hmm. rhinoplasty? She did. Well, she had a deviated septum, of course. Oh, well, of I course. had one of those. Yes, you had a real one. <laughs> no, I had a bad one. Oh. I had a nose job. <laughs> well, you can see it in really... I or- hated it. You hated your nose oh, job? Oh, I hate what I did. It's a lot different than it does now. All right, I'm tweeting it out. Deviated All right, so symptoms. Lori and Julia, if you want to see that on Twitter, Lori Julia, I think, is our Twitter account. Yes. I believe that's what it is. I it believe is. that was it. Okay, so, oh, lots of things are happening, and who knew Courtney Cox and I had so much in common? Really? <laughs> <laughs> At one time, we were both models. And you were both in episodes of Family Ties. Oh, we were. <laughs> Well, now what else do you, Julia, and Courtney oh, Cox well, have in common? we're going to listen to this. She was on this um, show called um, Nick Kroll, and she was alongside what she's doing. We will get into, and it's a little bit. The show deals with that sort of awkward age of puberty and learning about sex and all those things. Courtney, were your parents, were they comfortable talking about sex and these changes when you were at home? No, I really? didn't learn anything. My mom never talked to me about one thing that I should have known. I, I was, I should, my mom was like, okay, I think she's going to be with women for a while. And she sent me a pair of underwear to try to, you know, to womanhood. Sure, yeah. And they were called Olga. Olga. And I swear the lace was about three and a half, four inches. And then the cotton part. Right. <laughs> and I was like... But they were so much better than the ones I was wearing. So I was really backwards when it came. I mean, not in this day and age, but. Do you remember those underwear? No. I totally know these underwear. Ogla. Ogla. They suck. They've got a thick band. 
Where First of all, band? she was a virgin till she was 21. Right, I understand. That's what we have in common. Oh, these, oh. these are like granny panties oh, no, par excellence. Oh, no. Oh. They have so <laughs> the, the thick ribbon of lace around the top, and it usually has a string through it, and then the lovely panty. They're a lovely panty. They're oh, expensive. Panty. They oh, aren't cheap. Mm. But they are, you know... Okay. There's something I believe I know someone who wore these. These are or full. Wears them. They're full. Full coverage. I like a oh. full coverage these days. I think back to the thong days. Ugh. It is so nice to have the full coverage. Yeah, Yuck! Remember so the thong days? Yeah. yeah. Oh, those are so dumb. <laughs> Thongs are Imagine dumb. Imagine gaining weight and having a you know, and all no, you had is thongs. No, no, I remember no, one no, point. No, uh, that's no. all I had. Okay. Thongs? Yeah. yeah. Really? It's, it's all we wore. Those places, and then some. So when you wear those low jeans, that you know, you had a sparkly whale tail. I did. That's right. The most closest I've came to a tram stamp. <laughs> it's a whale oh, tail. Yeah. And then this Nick Crawl. I don't know who he is. I love him. I, well, who is he? He seems darling. Oh. What has he been in that we would know? I love Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll used to date Amy Poehler at one point in time. Oh. They were in a relationship for a couple of years. Nick Kroll had his own show on Comedy Central called The Day Special that just dropped on Friday. That show is about kids going through puberty that's probably why they asked Courtney Cox that question, and it's animated, and it's fantastic. Oh, fine. So he's he's a delight. I feel like you would like him. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they were, my parents were always very supportive, um, and but they also, they were, yeah, they were very supportive. Um, but I think I, 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 like, nursed till I was very old, so I, I, we can really, if you want to really get into it, what's behind the... Uh, <laughs> What's behind all of it? Mm. Um, <laughs> snur. I'd call it snur. And, uh, and then she was like, go spit out your gum if you're going to nurse. And I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I thought that was so funny. Oh. Go spit out your gum before yeah. you're going to yeah. nurse. I know some people, who have, I, I used to tease my little sister. She didn't have. I'm like, when are you going to be done with that? I love it. You know, and so I think people just love it. Okay, so what they're doing is, is oh, no. doing Why a face, is Facebook a Facebook watch television oh, yes. show. Oh, yes, Facebook watch. Yeah, and it's yeah. called Nine Months with Courtney Cox. It premiered last month. But what it is is it's um, a project that she was immediately drawn to, people. Oh, As naturally. a mother, as a woman, and a producer. She brought, she is, it's a 20-part documentary series called 20? Nine Yep. Well, they talk to stories of people of all over America, from here, there, and everywhere, as they self-document their journey through pregnancy. And um, there are various races, religions, classes, including a cancer-stricken mom, pregnant teens, considering adoption, a 50-year-old woman struggling to conceive. So anyway, she is excited about it, and it's nine months with Courtney Cox on Facebook Watch. Has anyone ever watched? Try to watch a show that had uh, uh, who was the uh, Elizabeth Olsen was in a show. Yeah, oh yeah, and Daddy it, loves it her. That's I your do, I like Elizabeth. That's Olsen. your inappropriate younger woman. Yes, it is. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it, the the show did not hold my interest. It was easy to watch it. It doesn't cost anything. Computer, like yeah. thirty five bucks. Bada bing, there you go. You, you watch you everything a, on there. Do you have a smart TV? Julie? Yeah, I do. I have two well, of them. Does it have YouTube on it? No, it doesn't. It has oh, everything yeah, else. That's why you need that's a Chromecast. Why. You need one yeah. of those little sticks. You plug it into the side of your computer. But then I'd have to somehow plug in my TV to my computer, right? No, no, that's, no, the, no, no, that's no, why no, you get the Chromecast. Oh. It's because it talks to your computer and it sends everything that's on your computer through the TV, so you're watching it exactly like you're watching TV. Oh, interesting. It feels like three months. Well, some days I get emails, some days I don't. I delete, delete, delete. 
That I, might be a little bit of an issue. I think so. But I think it's worth okay. a try. I think Remember so. Catherine? Yeah. Right there. I've been there many a times. <laughs> okay. So I have one sweet from those fashion makeovers. They call them fashion like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're Ambush yeah. makeovers. Yeah. Ambush, yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Classic and, bit. Um, it was so sweet. And they had these two women. And the second woman came out. And um, her husband and her son are there with them because they're all in New York. And she's wanted to be picked forever. And she's the mom who doesn't take care of herself. And everyone something to write in a card tonight. Okay. You make perfect. Go for That was free. <laughs> Go forth. And, Usually she charges. But tell me, isn't Dude. that, wouldn't you, if someone wrote that into a card for you? Uh, it's lovely. It is lovely. I did. I know I wrote did. it down. I, know. I mean, it's I lovely. couldn't. Well, well it's so lovely. It, no. Okay. An ambush makeover that made me cry on the Today Show. When we come back, we have the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Donnie, because we got a heart-shaped box from Chocolate Celeste of Truffles. And they, they're beautiful. And, and they're beautiful, and there's all these gorgeous things. Yeah, and that, yeah. Holly goes, where's the key code of what's in each one? And yeah. I'm like, it's at my desk. But I wanted to eat oh. one of these heart ones. Yes. And they're wood. They're wood. Oh. I, they look so... <laughs> I know. Of oh the mystery God, of what's inside that wood, piece of candy, I'm going to tell you about Mandy Moore. Okay. She's talking about that Ryan Adams expose that was published in the New York Times yesterday. So she says that it was worth it to speak out against Ryan Adams. And she gave quotes to the New York Times, Ryan Adams, her ex-husband, and she says she has no regrets about opening up how she was allegedly treated by it. My heart is with all women who have suffered any sort of trauma or abuse. You are seen and you are heard. Now, Mandy Moore was one of seven women who talked to the Times for a story published yesterday about Adams's alleged two-decade-long pattern of emotional abuse and sexual misconduct. So, Mandy oh. Moore being applauded today. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was right at the beginning of, you know, she was in those years when she'd make excuses. He would write songs with her. They'd write him together and then he'd go find another artist to be the woman's role part. Yeah. He what a dink is Moran. I know. You know, Randy Moore in that article, in the New York Times article, said that Ryan would always tell me, you're not a real musician because you don't play an instrument. Ouch. And she, to Julia's point, she said that his controlling behavior essentially are into uh, other areas of her career. Now, Karen Elson, the model, is also coming forward saying she had a tra- traumatizing experience with Ryan Adams. So she's on the top story on People magazine talking about that. So, Well, I'm glad she's talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So am I. And I think and it's you think of her as a powerful woman that why would she stay in a relationship that was emotionally um, violating to her and damaging to her, but you know we all do things, and it's kind of you're not alone. You're not, yeah. You're not alone. Yeah, yeah. There's someone else who's experienced it, and I think just by sharing it, I think it's really brave because you would think she stayed for seven years at the at the party after the divorce. Anything, no, anything, that's true. nothing to allude road, yeah. to any of this stuff happening nothing. to her. So you know, it takes distance and growth. It does. Thank you. Put that on a card, Julia. Distance and growth. Well, I know as a divorcee, I mean, it took me a long time to get perspective of what was my role. Yes. You know, what, you know. We've all been in those situations where it does take time, perspective, Mm -hmm. and growth. Totally. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day to you lovers out there. Kim and Kanye celebrating in the most Kim and Kanye way possible by hiring Kenny G to play in their living room. (sighs) 
among dozens of roses individually placed in vases around the floor. Okay, who, all right, here, I'm asking you this then, Holly. Who would play in your, if you had your pick? Well, it wouldn't be Kenny G. No, who I would don't. be romantic? No. Never meet your heroes. Mine, okay. Maybe, okay. I don't know, maybe just like a like a sting playing some bass in the mm-hmm. middle of the living room. Okay. Like singing uh, Fields of Gold or something okay. smooth like that. What about you, Julia? Well, I'm just thinking about this. Donnie, you go next. I don't know. Kenny G. Sounds good. <laughs> you know, I, you know who I would time. want, but I'd want... Kenny G. Remember this songbird? It was a big hit. Yeah. That's enough. Oh, I, <laughs> I did... I would pick Damien Rice. Oh, oh. Well, he's kind of brooding, isn't he? Oh, I love... Not exactly. Sometimes We're talking sexy. He has this song, Amy. Um, yeah, I mean, he's very good. My oh. way into work. And he has... Um, just in the when the strings come in and he's you know sitting up on your wall. Oh God, he's got oh. the song. I sing it. Oh, Julie's going places. And it, I wouldn't pick Barbara because I would be. I've already heard her live, and I'm. I don't want her voice right now. Is that so mean that? I no, just, no, no, not at all. I mean, that's kind of the same with Paul McCartney, though. You yeah. get to a certain time, but in I life. feel like he's still just say that about Paul McCartney's singing right. voice. I would also pick time. someone that Holly will tease me about endlessly. Are you ready, Holly? Oh, I'm ready. Michael Bublé. Oh, oh, I was thinking, oh. he's here Monday night. N- not this Monday. It but, is true. No, it's March 13th. Oh, <laughs> it's March 16th. It's March 16th. Okay. I want to go so bad. Yeah. I, I I thought, oh, okay. Holly likes to tease me because I like Michael Bublé. Yeah. I love yeah. Michael Bublé. Yeah. Good. Two against well, one. Well, what's fine. not to no, tell He's so great about- if people don't know him. If you like brooding, this was like... My divorce music when I was just like really super sad. Yeah. Is it strings and minor keys and mm, I, I loved it. I don't know his music. I need to know a title. Oh, oh well. who this oh. is going to this is terrible. So this is gonna take everything down. Well, Gosh. So it seems. Now, the estate and the producers of the show Don't Stop Till You Get Enough said that the show is going to be released on Broadway in 2020. They're not bothering with any kind of uh, uh, pre-production. They said that the delay was scheduled or attributed to scheduling difficulties because of a union strike. So that's the official reason that the Michael Jackson estate and producers are saying that they're delaying this. They're not going to have the pre-run in Chicago at all. Now, Julia... This, what you just said, is all because of the documentary Leaving Neverland, that one that debuted at the Sundance Film Festival last month. Well, first, we learned yesterday that the Jennifer Lopez tribute was supposed to be with the Jackson 5. That was scratching. What I am not ready, though, to do, to not like him. I mean, as a person, yep, nope, he, but his music, I don't know that I can do an R. Kelly Thing yeah. on him. Well, we shall see when the stock. Are we going to have to? I don't want to have to. Who knows at this point? Why can't we like people for their happy Valentine's Day? I love you, my friend. Here's a Valentine's greeting from one of your friends at My Talk 107.1. It's Don McLean from Jason and Alexis in the morning. My best friend Brooke and I are obsessed with a theme song from a '90s soap opera, Passions. The theme we just think is hysterical and we like to sing it. So happy Valentine's Day to my best friend Brooke. And here's a theme from Passions. Damien Rice song. That this is the one that I love. Julie the Blower's Daughter. Here we go. In some story 
very good. Let it go. Oh, okay. I love this song. I can't take my eyes off of you. I can't take my eyes off of you. I can't take my eyes off of you. That it's, is Damien Rice, everybody, the blower's daughter. He is. And I, I, I'll tell you, Rose's husband can't take his eyes off of her. He was a Palantine. Oh, oh, oh Rose. <laughs> Rose, are you yeah. on the air? I am. Hi, Rose. We, we wanted to hear I, from our Palantine. I going to actually send him to a friend of mine, but then they called so quickly that I was like, I'm sending him to my husband. And he got him today, and he was like, he brought him home, and he's like, look what I got today. <laughs> Did he know so it was great. from you? Well, he did because okay. he had a little card oh, on it. it does. But it was okay. just such a surprise because he was just like, what? what are you doing sending me flowers? Oh, so, Rose. Okay. And you guys, they're beautiful. I oh. mean, they're beautiful. They're from I Batman's. thought it was just going to be a half a dozen, and it was a whole dozen, and they're awesome. Oh, I'm Excellent. so glad to hear. And Bachman says such love. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, they did an amazing job. And thank you so much because they're that was just perfect because I already had kind of a little, you know, a little Valentine's gift. Yeah. but this was this was awesome. Well, that's perfect. so fun. All right, thanks. This is a rose. That's right. <laughs> thank you, Rose. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, Rose, I love him over here. Yeah. No, I have all of yeah, his my, music. My daughter is, worships him. I mean, but do you she hear the him. strings? I mean, in, yes. in every no, song she loves is. Him. Yeah, so he could come and sing to me tonight. Yeah, in in okay. your living room. We're going to set up the string section. Probably minimal floral arrangement. So last minute, <laughs> He Julia. doesn't, he doesn't, you know, I don't know where he's traveling right now, but oh, man. All right, there we go. He's from um, Selbridge, Ireland. What are we going to, we're still here. Okay, yes, yes, that's so, true, Julia. All right, so here. we are still here. So I was just, there's a, just a couple different things about Jeff Bezos and Amazon in the news today. First and foremost is that they've pulled out of their New York City headquarters that they were going to build their second headquarters on Long Island after yeah. all of the backlash. What they said is, you know, they need, a, when they build a new headquarters, uh, it requires positive collaborative relationships with state and local officials who will be supportive over the long term. 70% of New Yorkers supported their plans and investment. Um, but a number of state and local politicians have made it clear that they oppose our presence and will not work with us to build the type of relationships that require us to go forward. I know that they're asking for big tax cuts, and it's just, I wonder if people are pissed at her or happy. Well, I don't know. I haven't really had time to take the, the temperature of the room over there, but Amazon is still planning to open their second headquarters in Arlington, Virginia, and I think mm-hmm. they're doing some work in Nashville, Tennessee. So- we may know that this new tax bill might have helped people with a lot of money compared to no, us. No, we already know and, that. And corporations, but... It helped the rich and corporations. Well... Not people so much like you and me. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. I just talked to my tax person today, and she said, yep. I started taking out, you know how you claim people or yes. things? Yes. I had it at zero. I've had it at zero. So that's then you take out the most at zero. Right. But yes. then I took out an additional money in both of them for the past year. Why did you do that? Because I was scared. Oh. Did... My tax person advised me. Really? Who would be my brother. Oh, well, <laughs> but he would know. Mm-hmm. You know. He advised me, so I've been taking it out. To avoid having to pay in. Uh-huh. I see. 
So there we go. Oh, okay. All right. That there was we go. But people who are expecting segment. that what <laughs> well listen, there's a lot of different budgeting things and things going on and it's a very important part of our love life. I think there was a study that came out a couple of weeks ago that the you know, people's financial situations, whatever you may happen to be in, your significant other is going to be judging you on that when you're entering into a new relationship. Oh, and would you even, you know, it's kind of interesting. So some of my friends, you know, we're in our 50s who are um, single at this. A lot of us have been saving since our 20s, you know, to to do this thing. Smart thing to do. Well, hell, not a lot. (laughs) Well, still. Not a lot. And no matter what, I've always bought high and sold low. (laughs) No matter what, I feel like that has always been my strategy. But successful there. having that kind of attitude, that's going to reflect on other areas well, of compatibility big, exactly. in, that's in other parts one. of your relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If you're a spendthrift and then you go and date somebody who likes to just like, you know, light it on fire. Unless they have gazillions of dollars, that's just fine. Yeah, well, yes. you know, came from that you printed uh, for you, me last night. I can't remember where I sent it oh, from. Uh, I don't know what LA I was reading. LA Times? Okay, this was from the LA Times yes. I read. Okay. And Michael Sanchez is the person that they're saying sent the text messages, maybe not the DPEC, to the National Enquirer. And he was kind of a low kind of agent who dealt with some different people and most famously, one of Mary Murphy, excuse oh. me. I'm getting her confused okay. with the Cortez lady in New York. Um, and they were friends for a long time, but they got in a fight over her. Um, and he took her to court they, saying she didn't pay him his management fees. And they said, you're so wrong, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, and this also says that Michael Sanchez has been a longtime source for the National Enquirer. Yes, he has. He's inside Hollywood enough to know what's going on, and he's willing to sell out. Michael, Lauren, and Jeff Bezos are all in communication with each other. They're very good friends. Michael Sanchez is friends with mm-hmm, Jeff Bezos? Mm-hmm. Well, so there we go. So It's really a twisted thing. The plot because they're can, saying, don't trust anybody. The woman he's having an uh, affair with brother was right, the one that they're the one saying. Leaked. Yes. Yes. And uh, Can you imagine your political. brother having? It's all political because. About, not saying anything about Trump one way or the other. Okay, but Michael Sanchez is a major Trump supporter. Okay, but he's also has a sister. I know. Doesn't matter. He's putting politics over his sister. Maybe. Maybe he wants to get back at Bezos, who owns the Washington Post that Trump hates. Okay, I don't see. Okay, that's part. But this news article has more in-depth things. I think that's a very broad statement. But that is. Mm. But can you imagine your brother? Sending your stuff. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. What yeah, kind of a brother just, does that? Right. And what brother has access to your uh, pictures of? Well, Monkey that means Wiener. one of two, a <laughs> couple of possibilities. One, he was sneaking around on your stuff, violating your trust, and going into your phone or your computer or the cloud and getting your password and all that information and grabbing pictures. Or two, oh. curious possibilities. <laughs> Julia, I'm saying theories. Conspiracy mm-hmm. theories. And they haven't been seen together in public, Lauren and Jeff. For 35 days. Yeah. Yeah. Lay TB, low. TBD. We'll be back with the rest of the headlines. Greeting from one of your friends at My Talk 1071. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I'm thinking about my best buddy from fifth grade, Shannon, who listens every day from Seattle. Her nickname was always Summer. So we'd always, when I wrote her notes, I had to write him to Summer, not Shannon. It had to be addressed to Summer. <laughs> Grease, the movie, came out while we were in high school, and so we would always play part. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Always had to be the guy. Uh-huh. She thinks, uh-huh. I was like, 
gosh. Always so John Travolta? We've got uh, Teresa on the line, and uh, this goes back to Damien Rice. And, oh, uh, oh okay. another fan. This is Damien this is something Rice. else. Oh, Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Tell, tell us hi. about the delivery room, Teresa. Oh, my gosh. I love Damien Rice. Oh, yeah. He came out with that album, Oh. I don't yes. know if you remember it. Yep. It had nine crimes. Yes. And, uh, the Lord's Daughter yep. was in the movie Closer. Yep. Literally, my husband and I brought the CD into the delivery room. So that it could relax me. I love the song and that I could pay attention to the song while it was, while I was, you know, pushing. While the Vikings and the Packers were on with the sound down and people were paying attention to that, I was pushing to Damien Rice and the Blower's Daughter and Nine Crimes and trying to relax. And you'd hear everybody in the, um, in the room, like when somebody would get a touchdown or there'd be a pass. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The focus is on me. And breathe. Breathe, you know, with Damien Rice. I oh, yeah. love Damien Rice. He is so beautiful. Did you see him when he came here most recently? I, I didn't, but <sighs> if I knew when he was coming back, I would go. Why well, no? I just most looked, definitely. He is. I mean, those songs. It's just he's a beautiful storyteller in his songs, and just uses strings and other. Oh, I just love him. Well, oh, that is a good it's story. So melodic. It's so melodic yep. and peaceful and sensual, and it's great for Valentine's Day. I think so. Yes. Thank you for agreeing. Thank yes. you, I would, I would, phone in their living room. That, that so. seems kind of lame. I don't know. Kenny G? He's, he's a talented musician. Oh, here, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you know, there was one time here. when I was in middle school, and my grandparents came and picked me up from the airport, and I was in jazz band and band and all sorts of things and i played the saxophone and my grandpa goes you like the saxophone right i was like yeah i, I do and he's like an hour and a half in the back of the car oh. of this mm-hmm. sitting there <laughs> like yeah sure what the heck are we listening to what is that he plays an alto sax right the he plays an one? alto sax yeah. yes i played a tenor sax so oh, not okay. quite that but oh I can't believe I actually had to play this on the radio back in the day. Really, oh, Donnie? Oh, yeah. This what was the same. What format? This was a... This, oh, that's how we all know it. It changed. Top 40 was much different back then. This was played on Top 40 radio. Obviously. <laughs> obviously, it changed. Yeah, obviously, yeah, it changed. Just a little. Oh, just my gosh. a little bit. Oh, are we gosh. we are still on the air, aren't we? Got it. Yeah, just yeah keeps we're going still, on. the mic is still on, Julia. It just keeps going on some days. Say some things into it. All right, I just want people to know we had um we talked makeup earlier in the show at three uh, thirty and we're gonna post the list. Good products to use on our face and on our skin. Breaking bad, the movie. Um, that no one thinks should be made, but I think people who love the show are excited it's gonna be made. Yeah, and Aaron Paul's gonna be yeah. in it too. It's gonna air on Netflix and First. AMC. And yeah. then go to AMC, right, which is Netflix interesting AMC. because AMC is the network that originally aired Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. So it goes to show the power of streaming. Well, here's the deal. You, that Lori and I watched mm-hmm. last fall. The Penn Badgley show. Yeah. We watched it. We talked about it. I think everyone glossed over. Yeah. Then you is done on Lifetime and it goes to Netflix and everyone in the world is talking about it. Yeah, I know. Rapaz, I yes. like Numi Rapaz. What's, oh. What is it called? Close. Close. Yes. Yeah. Close. They kid. They kidnapped. Quick. It was. It was ninety minutes at the most. Perfect. I might have been, even been. You know, seventy. I'm on close. <laughs> is one hour thirty four minutes. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And if people are looking minutes. for a good movie tonight, yeah. that's pretty darn good. She was the original uh, girl with the dragon. I don't know what will be different. Well, why would you go and buy her line at Anthropology when you can just start at thirty eight dollars? 
And it's going, yeah, I, I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. If you're thinking about um, a movie tonight, someone, uh, The Rap Gate, The Conjuring, because scary movies get close together, you know? He'll love it. She'll tolerate it. Knocked up. Oh. Um, love <laughs> sucks. Okay. Oh, my <laughs> It's a good movie, gosh. but it's not uplifting. No. Um, witness, I so many times. It's a happy movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what says romance like David Lynch, Wild at Heart? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> Laura Dern, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Oh. I, I feel like I tried so to watch sweet. it. I might try again. Yeah, check out, the, you should watch that again. Off you go.